Hello and welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. I'm continuing the conversation around navigating relationships and life when you've had a dismissive mother. Yesterday I talked about what to do when you can't pray away the pain and some of the ways that that pain might be manifesting in your life, some of the, the ways that that might be showing up that you may have forgiven, but the pain still needs attending. It still needs taken care of. And that's why I create spaces for women that they can come and heal and talk through the pain and heal. Now, so I know sometimes healing is not the easiest thing and we might be afraid of it. We might think we're not being loyal or we're not being Christian enough or we're not forgiven when we are addressing the pain. Or it might mean that um, I want to have a relationship with her and... How do I have a relationship if I'm talking about her? And some people might think I'm talking about her badly. You're not doing that. You're just acknowledging a wound and you're healing the wound. That's all that is. You're healing the wound because when you don't heal the wound, and if you go further down in this podcast in weeks, previous weeks and previous days, you'll hear some of the ways that that wound is playing out in your relationships, in your friendships your ability to have friends, your ability to maintain friendships, your ability to function within relationships, how you parent is, is, is revealed and reflected also through that. Um, and sometimes, you know, the odd, I meet the odd person who didn't receive it, but is able to give it. But there are times when there is, there is a child that didn't get enough or a child that didn't quite, it didn't quite reach to in, in the same way, because when we've, when we've experienced relational hurt in that way, when, when we have insecure attachment with people who are supposed to love us but couldn't, we blame ourselves. And there are things that we do in order to cope that harms us and sometimes harm the people around us. So today, I'm talking about what the relationship with your mother taught you about boundaries. If you find that you're struggling to set boundaries, Try to look at that relationship and see what are the things that you learn in the relationship with her or your caregiving relationship that the people that ignore your boundaries or didn't teach you what boundaries should look like. And so you didn't know. And so now your life is just wide open and people are coming and hurting because you don't know how to set some boundaries. So I'm going to talk first about what a boundary is. So a boundary is a line that separates you from others. It's a of course, it's not a physical line that separates you from others. The line is defined by your values. So that line in boundaries is defined by your values. And your values meaning the things that are important to you. What are the things that are important to you that makes you you? What are the things that define you, that you feel, these are the things that I like, these are the things that I don't like, this is what I think about this thing, and this is what I think about this one. What are those things? Those are the things that helps you to decide what your boundaries are going to be. So what your boundaries are, maybe your sibling, a sibling that you have will, will have different boundaries. So somebody might not mind if somebody comes in their room and take things, but you might. And so that's a boundary. So it's an imaginary line. You're saying to this person, I don't want you to go in my drawer and I don't want you to take things out. Or a, a personal space, how you manage your personal space. You might not want anybody to come too close or touch you without your permission, those kinds of things. Of course, there are many other things that are bound that need boundary and your finances need boundary and your, your time needs boundary. But when you, when you have a dismissive mother, on the other side is also a demanding mother. 
So she might be dismissive emotionally, but she'll be demanding. She might be demanding physically where she require your time, where she require your resources, where she wants you to do things. You must do this and you must do that and you must do that. And there's a lot of anger that accompanies the request. It's a demand more than a request accompanied by anger and a lot of guilt, a lot of guilting and shaming and insults when it's not done in her time or the way she wants it to be done. Or when you grow up, as you grow up now, and you're trying to assert yourself and the guilt that comes along with it. So boundaries thrive in a healthy relationship, but boundaries also makes relationship healthy. I always say, if you draw a line and your boundary will be everything below this line you're not doing, but everything above the line you're okay with doing. And so your values will help you determine the things that stay above the line and below. Like, what are the things that I'm okay with doing and what are the things I'm not okay with doing? Now, I know being a Christian woman have an extra layer. An extra layer is added here because when we, there's a lot of guilt that accompanies the things that we feel like we can't do or we don't want to do anymore. Are we not happy doing? I'm not happy exposing myself to more harm from her. So I'm not visiting. I'm going to speak to her on the phone, but I'm not going. And there's a lot of guilt and shame that is around us. And sometimes people in our lives will add to that by saying, well, it's the only mother you'll have and you only have one. But what they don't know is that you never really had her. She was there physically, but she was not there emotionally. And so there's no connection between you and her. And so though she's a mother in name, that she's not a mother in action and, and connection. And so it's not, it's not the same thing. So one of the things that also that affect boundaries is our culture. How culture, how cult, it, it, boundaries differ, I believe, sometimes according to culture. Because in one culture, something that's a boundary in another, it's not. But in terms of uh, personal space and touch and all of that kind of stuff, I suppose it would go across the board. But think of it as you're listening in terms of where you are from and what is culturally acceptable and what isn't. And then also narrow that down to what is personally acceptable to you and what isn't. Okay, so not dictated by anyone. But also there's a another impact about being by being crippled by decision making like there's a struggle in making decision because you were not allowed decisions and or you were not allowed to have an opinion or you were not allowed to dis or to make suggestions uh you were not allowed to decide anything for your own of of your own everything had to go through her or you weren't allowed to do it you just had to do as you were told and so you struggle. You might be listening to this thinking, I'm struggling with my values. I don't know what they are. If I, I don't know what my values are in order to decide what my boundaries should be. So you might struggle with that. And that's the root again of the struggle. And so the, it, it's okay to, to know if that's where you are. So you, you, you might be at the beginning stages of learning, what do I like? What don't I like? How do I make a decision without running it by somebody else? How do I start the journey of becoming confident in my decision making and being okay with the things that I decide to do and not do? How do I, how do I get to that place? And you can learn it. And, and I believe that sometimes in relationships with, with parents, with your caregiver, when they blow in hot and cold, meaning at home they're one thing and at church they're, some, they're a completely different person. And that's, that can be so confusing. The, the, there's a, 
a discomfort in because you have to play along with the, the person that's at church and you have to pretend that that's how she is and you know that it's not how she is. And that can really have an impact on our boundaries and values and what, what we feel is right or wrong because that kind of messes us up with thinking, is this right? Is this okay? Because she's here and she's here and you're not allowed to call that out or to say anything about it. So she'll be nice at church, but she goes back home and she's the same person at home where she's distant and, and insulting and harsh and critical. So this may, made it, this may make it hard for you to identify toxic pattern in others because you're taught how to reject how you feel. You're taught how to reject how you feel, how to not pay attention to it, how to not, how to not um, name it, how to ignore it because everything was centered around colluding with her and, and carrying on the, what, what the, the, the act that she's putting up for everybody else. So those kind of things can impact your, how you, your sense of self and, and how you see yourself and your values and your ability to put boundaries in place. Because so very early, your thoughts and your feelings about what was right or wrong was somehow um, not, not, not only not valued, but not, you couldn't honor it. You couldn't honor it because you had to go along with what was, what was happening. So these are some of the ways that, these are some of the things that we're having to deal with. And so if you, if you see yourself in this story at all, it really is important that you start to begin to learn about how to set boundaries, learn what do I value? What's important to me? You might be this, not having boundaries might be carrying out a work where you are used for everything you, you there is a lot of people pleasing going on and you're overrun and tired and worn out but you don't know what to say in order to defend yourself or to speak up for yourself or to put plans in place to protect yourself it might be happening at home in your relationships it might be happening in your friendships but i want you to know that you're valuable and boundaries will protect you so it's really important that you learn how to set them so that you can know how to protect yourself that's really important. And once again, if you learn how to put boundaries in place with your, with your mother and carry those boundaries out, it doesn't mean that you're not a Christian. It doesn't mean that you haven't forgiven. It just means that it's really important that you begin to start protecting yourself. And it's really sad when we have to protect ourselves from somebody that should be a nurturer and a carer. But you know, life isn't neat. And I like to say we live in a sinful world where we're having to deal with things that we didn't, we didn't, we don't desire and don't attract, and we didn't want to. But here we are dealing with it. But there, there are ways and tools that will help you to do it, and supportive communities that can help you to manage and to do that in a safe way. Thank you for joining me in stories that shape us. I hope you'll join me on the next story.